0: Good morning and welcome to Renewal Church Online. My name is Jared Kirk. I'm the pastor. Hey, you know, I bet that there is someone in your life who could use a little bit of hope, could use a little bit of freedom this morning. So here's what I want you to do I want you to share this message with them. Send them the link whenever you see content on Instagram, repost it because they're not in my life. God's put them in your life for a reason. So take just a moment and share because you never know when that little action could change someone's eternity. Make sure and share this right now. Hey, I got some cool news for you. Today is July 26th, and we're having a baptism service later today. 2 p.m., we're gonna be in South Boston baptizing people. You know, I'd love for you to come out and celebrate with people. It's gonna be in person, safely distanced, you know, bring your own chair, your own blanket, and celebrate with us as people get baptized if you are healthy and if you're comfortable. Now, if you're not able to for some reason, we're gonna start the live stream of that at 2.30 on Facebook this afternoon, but I hope that you'll come celebrate with us. This is actually the first thing we're doing together in person as a church, and so if you're comfortable and you're healthy, man, it's gonna be really, really feel good to see you guys there. I I can't wait. It's like, for me, it feels like the family reunion's coming up. Now, there's one last thing that I wanna tell you about, and this is, this is huge. We're starting a new season at Renewal Church called reopening. And this is the biggest change that has happened in the history of Renewal Church. This is the most exciting season that I've ever been a part of at Renewal Church. And here is what is coming. We have been working, scheming, strategizing, planning every detail so that we can have a safe, fun environment where God can renew your life. And so here's what we're doing. Starting on August 16th, we are gonna be meeting outside in Boston Common every week. It'll be picnic style. So you bring your chairs, we'll have a a free blanket for you, a free picnic blanket for everybody who comes. You could just take it home. Uh, That's yours to keep. We don't want your germs back. And we're gonna have fun in the common together. Now, if you're healthy and you're comfortable, we want you to be there. But if for some reason you can't be there, we're gonna keep live streaming those uh, services in Boston Common and they're all going to be once on Sunday at 1030 a.m. And I'm just so stoked about this. Never in my wildest dreams did I think part of God's calling for our church would be to be a public, um, publicly proclaiming how good Jesus is in the middle of Boston. I just didn't see that coming. So that's going to start on August 16th. And in the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear a lot more about that, all the details of how it's going to be safe And fun. That's reopening. All right. Hey, listen, I hope that you enjoy our service today. We've got some cool stuff for you. Michael Scott makes a cameo. Also, Dawson's Creek is going to pop up somewhere along the way. We've got some songs for you and some people sharing their story of why they're being baptized. I think you're going to love it. But I'm hoping that God is going to work in your life today. I just believe God is at work. Do you believe that? If you believe that, type that in the comments right now. Say, God is at work because I think He's going to do something cool in your life today. All right, I'll see you guys in a few minutes. Enjoy the service.
1: Hey, Renewal Church, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Today is a day of baptisms. um, For those of you that don't know, Uh, we already have a few people that signed up, but it's not too late. If you are somebody sitting at home this morning and you feel like it's it's the time for you to get baptized, you want to take that next step uh, in your faith, You can head over to renewalchurchboston.com slash baptism, and you can get more information on the location, the time, all the information's on there. Um, You know, I think for me, when I remember when I got baptized, I I, I got baptized when I was a kid, but then I did it again as an adult, um, and I, I felt like it was important for me because I was then able to make that conscious decision for myself that yes I want to take this next step in my faith and you know it's great doing it as a kid but I don't know if I understood the full um, impact of what I was doing and so as an adult I, I wanted to do that so you know I remember that day fondly and it's a very significant point in my life and so this morning like I said if you're sitting at home and you feel like Today's the day, today's the day that I want to get baptized. Head over to the link and you can get more information. But until then, let's worship.
2: I was buried beneath my shame Who could carry that kind of way It was my tomb Till I met you I was breathing but not alive All my failures I tried to hide It was my tomb till I made you. You called my name, and I ran out of that grave. Out of the darkness, to your glorious day, you called my name. I ran out of that grave Out of the darkness To your glorious day Now your mercy has saved my soul Now your freedom is all That I know the old made new jesus when i met you when you called my name and i ran out of that grave out of the darkness to your glorious day you called my name I am not that great out of the darkness to your
1: glorious day. Sing, I need a rescue.
2: I need a rest. My sin was heavy, but chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. You called me a citizen of heaven. When I was broken, you were my healing. and your love is deep that I'm breathing. I have a future, my eyes are open. When you call my name, I ran out of that grave, out of the darkness to your glorious day. You call my name.
1: Now at his feet.
2: our peace, His final breath upon the cross, is now alive in me, your name, your name is victory. Victory or oh, praise will rise to Christ our King. By your
3: spirit, I
2: will rise from the ashes of the resurrecting me. In your name I come alive to declare your victory. The resurrected King is resurrecting me. The resurrected King is resurrecting Where soldiers washed in vain Was borrowed for three days His body there would not remain Our God has robbed the grave Our God has robbed the grave Your name, your name is victory. the resurrected king is resurrecting me in your name I come alive to declare your victory the resurrected king is resurrecting me the resurrected
1: God this morning as we get ready to witness some baptisms God we thank you that you died and you rose again for us and God today for those of us choosing to get baptized it's a symbol of us being washed and when we come back up out of the water becoming clean and that it's a personal dedication God, I thank you for those this morning that are choosing to take that step. But God, none of it would be possible had you not died and risen again for us. So God, this morning, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: Hi, my name is Adrian, and on behalf of Renewal, we are so glad that you are with us today. If you haven't already go ahead and take a couple of minutes to share the link to our online service with people that you know we know that you have your phone near you so go ahead grab it and send the link to people through a text message it can be shared on your feed on your story however you feel comfortable go ahead and share that message of hope of jesus with people that you know today is a really exciting day for us because we are celebrating baptisms It's all going down at 2 p.m. and it's happening in the beach uh, at Southie. So if you haven't signed up yet, it's not too late. You can still sign up using the connection card. We are ready for you. And if you'd love to celebrate with us, you can join us uh, at the beach on Southie at 2 p.m. or you can join us uh, through our Facebook um, account. We'll be streaming it live starting at 2.30. We hope that you enjoy the rest of the service.
5: Hi church. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Emily Espy and um, I've been at renewal for almost four years. Uh, Like next week, I think is four years for me. Um, And today I am getting baptized. Um, I grew up um, in church since I was like five days old. And um, as a child, I had a basic understanding of salvation in Jesus. And so I, um, as we called it back then, asked Jesus into my heart. Um, And then I was baptized when I was about five or six years old. Um, But as I grew and um, remained in church and in community, um, learned more about what um, a relationship with Jesus and salvation actually means. And um, specifically in college, Um, And through grad school and now my um, adult and career years I have learned more about what um, the love of Jesus really does in your life and I am uh, very much a type a um, always has a to-do list and a checklist and um, a lot of times I can find my value as a person in the things that I accomplish um, and in people's appreciation for me. Um, I feel a lot of times like I have to earn people's approval or earn their love. And um, so I'm really excited to be baptized now um, as an adult because that is something that really drives me, that feeling to um, earn people's approval. And what I've continued to learn and I'm gonna continue to learn and Um, Your encouragement is is to continue to lean into the fact that um, I don't have to earn the approval and the love of Jesus, that he um, took care of that on the cross and he is standing there um, just wanting me to let um, him love me um, with just unconditional love and that there's nothing else that I need to do to earn that love. So um, I'm really excited today to stand up and say that um, Jesus is my savior and he is the one who loves me unconditionally um, and he is the one who I am living my life for and that's why I'm excited to get baptized today.
0: Hey friends, it's Pastor Jared. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, listen, uh, I mentioned it right at the top of the service, but reopening is coming. And I've never been more excited, I can legitimately say, about a, a season in the life of Renewal Church. But I need you to do one thing for me. Because we're reopening outdoors in Boston Common on August 16th, which is just so cool, um, I need you to sign up for text alerts because we're concerned about, you know, what if weather happens? How do you find out where we are? Like, how do you get the details? Listen, I know you hate opening email. I know you don't like email. So sign up for text alerts, text renewal to 617-297-9446. Just do that right now. You'll be glad that you did. We're not gonna bombard you, but we wanna make sure you have the details you need on reopening at renewal. Okay, hey, listen, I wanna start off today for the talk talking about waiting. When I was a senior in high school, I really liked this girl named Michelle. I mean, I just had this huge crush on her, but I didn't know if she liked me back. In fact, I liked Michelle so much that I was willing to watch the show Dawson's Creek for like a dozen episodes because she liked the show Dawson's Creek. Take a look. It's just that the simple act of being in love with you was enough for me. So you're off the hook. Ooh, that's embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, I just wanted something to talk to her about. I was crushing so hard on Michelle, but I never did anything about it. I never, I never asked it out, asked her out. Now, at about the end of senior year, I was talking to one of our common friends, and I shared, I shared with her, I was like, Yeah, I really, I really liked Michelle. And she said, Bro, Michelle really liked you. Why didn't you ever ask her out? And I was like, What was I thinking? And the question that just kept going through my mind over and over again is, what were you waiting for? What were you waiting for? Have you ever wondered that? What was I waiting for? Because today we're talking about waiting you know i i had a serious regret because i waited too long to tell a girl that i liked her but you know they've done some research on this and most people tend to regret things that they didn't do in Inc. magazine they dug up one of the the studies from the american psychological association and here's what they said about this it says that research shows that more people regret things they didn't do than the things they did even if the things they did turned out badly Isn't that interesting? It says this In fact, when asked to name their single biggest life regret, 76% of participants cite an action not taken that would have helped them realize their ideal self. Okay, you catch that? Three out of four people said, My biggest regret in life is that I didn't take a step who would help me to become who I was always supposed to be, who, that would have helped me realize my fullest potential. That's my biggest regret. In other words, people's biggest regret is looking back on something they didn't do and saying, what was I waiting for? Now today, we're talking about one of those steps in your life that is just a marker moment for you. It helps you to become the person that God designed and created you to be. It helps you step into your future. It helps give you certainty that you know that your future is good with God. It helps to give you a sense of belonging to know you're a part of a family. It's one of those marker moments that helps you always look back to this place in your life and say, "Um, I know that I belong to something bigger than myself and I'm living for a bigger purpose than me. Because if your purpose in life is you, then your purpose isn't big enough. So it is that kind of moment in your life. And what we're talking about today is baptism. Yeah, we're having a baptism service later today in uh, South Boston. You can come, we're prepared for you. At two o'clock, you can show up. We're gonna live stream it on Facebook at 2.30. We want you to be a part of it. And we're talking about baptism today because it is that marker moment. And if you've never taken that step in your life before of baptism of your own decision, of your own will, the question is, what are you waiting for? Baptism is how you show I am laying down my will to follow the will of another. I'm not living my way anymore, I'm living God's way. Baptism is the way that you declare this in your life. It is that moment that you look back on and shapes your eternity. Baptism is a marker moment. And I would hate for you to be one of those 76% of people who look back and say, my biggest regret isn't a stupid thing I did. It's a beautiful thing that I missed out on that could have helped me to become who God wants me to be. So turn in your Bible to Acts chapter 22. Now, we're in a, a series that we just do one message every so often, About the Christian basics. Now, in Hebrews chapter 6, there's a list of here's the basics of Christianity. We're we're working our way through that list in today's baptism. Today's topic is baptism. But to dig into that, we're in Acts chapter 22. And so I want to read that to you and then I want to point out a few things to you about it. Here's what it says Then Ananias said, The God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will. And to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth ananias is talking to paul here he says you will be his witness to all people of what you have seen and heard and now what are you waiting for get up (laughs) be baptized and wash your sins away calling on his name now a couple of things i want to point out i want to point out that baptism marks a change in your identity now this section of scripture comes from a man named paul uh, he's also called Saul. He's called the Apostle Paul, a.k.a. the Apostle Paul. And he was at one point in his life driven by nationalist policies and strict religious observance. That's what his entire identity revolved around. But he had an encounter with God on a road to a city called Damascus. And actually, that's where we get that phrase from, a Damascus road experience. You've probably heard of that before. And this experience with God radically shifts his identity from being nationalist political, and deeply religious to an identity based on the grace that God has shown him. That shift happens in his life, and that's why this other believer named Ananias tells him, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash away your sins calling on his name. Now, where'd baptism come from? You know, it's one of those things in the Bible that's just there, And the Bible doesn't exactly explain where it comes from, but we can kind of piece it together from history. You know, we think that it started as a ceremonial washing for priests in the Old Testament. They had to get themselves ceremonially clean before they could engage in the duties of a priest. And you can find that in the book of Leviticus, if you're uh, inclined to go look things like that up in Leviticus. But we also know that that transformed into something different because for about a hundred years before Jesus lived, there was a group called the Essenes. And they wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls and they lived in a place called Qumran and for them they had a practice of they were Jews and they had a practice of immersing people in water and they focused on the inward attitudes of the people that were performing the act and that was new now let me read to you something from the Provo International Conference on the Dead Sea Scrolls and let me just tell you if you're ever having trouble sleeping Read the Provo International Conference on the Dead Sea Scrolls. It is better than Tylenol PM. This stuff is potent. But here's what it says about the Essenes practicing baptism. The major difference between the rite of immersion at Qumran and that practiced by the rest of Judaism at that time was not so much for what reason or how the immersion should be done, but rather, and this is the important part, the emphasis on the upright and humble condition of the heart and the spirit during immersion. So when Jesus arrived on the scene and his forerunner and his cousin John the Baptist arrived on the scene, baptism was already a natural way to express that there was a transformation happening of your inner spirit. It's not just about an outward cleansing, it's a symbolic of inner transformation. So think about this in the life of Paul. Paul went from seeing everything through the lens of nationalism and politics and religion to seeing everything through the lens of grace. When God showed up in Paul's life, it meant forgiveness for his past, and it was a pretty rough past. It was a dark past, and it meant seeing everything through the lens of this relationship of God's grace to him through Jesus. So baptism is a marker moment that says my identity is not in what I have been living for or my family or my country or my religion. My identity is found in how much God has loved me and forgiven me and given me a hope and a future. Baptism shows that. The next thing I want to point out is that baptism illustrates your sins being forgiven. When Ananias points out that Paul needs to be baptized, he says, for the forgiveness of sins. I mean, it can't really get more obvious or more direct than that. Um, Baptism is clearly linked to the forgiveness of sins, not because it actually washes your sins away. That would be a little too literal, maybe a little bit on the nose. But instead, baptism is the way that you show I'm following Christ. And it is Jesus' death on the cross that takes care of your sins. And when you're being baptized, you're saying, I'm with Jesus. I'm laying down my will to follow his will. I'm laying down my plans to follow his plans. I'm I'm laying down that life where I enjoyed and lived for sin. And when I get back up out of the water, I'm living in a new way of following Jesus and trying to live a righteous life to the best of my ability. Baptism is how you say, I'm with Jesus, so that when your time on this world is done and you stand before the Father and God says, hey, why should I let you into heaven? Jesus says, he's with me. Jesus says, she's with me. Baptism is how you say, I'm with him, so that on that day, Jesus will say, he's with me. Because your sins have been wiped away by Jesus and baptism is an illustration of of that. The last thing is that baptism demonstrates you are living for Jesus. You know, it's not just about a change of identity. It's not just about your sins being forgiven. It's also about the new life that you're living. Ananias says, get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. And calling on his name is a reminder that Jesus didn't just die on the cross for your sins. He also rose from the dead. So he's not just someone to be remembered. He's someone to be followed in your life and when you come up out of the waters of baptism it is a declaration that you are walking in a new way of life following jesus and really you know this is something we don't often think about but in the bible it is the way that you declare i'm living for jesus you know in churches we have maybe it's a bad habit i I don't know where we you know we have all these ways of showing that i'm following jesus we pray a prayer We uh, fill out a connection card. We um, have people come forward, not in our church, but a lot of churches do that, like come forward if you want to follow Jesus. And we have all these ways of following Jesus. And none of that's bad. None of that's bad. But in the Bible, the way that you follow Jesus is through baptism. (laughs) I feel like for a lot of us, the way we, 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 we show that we're following Jesus is kind of like the way Michael Scott declared bankruptcy in the office. Take a look.
4: I declare bankruptcy.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes we just declare, I, I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm raising a hand. I'm praying a prayer. I'm filling out a card. But the way that you go through it biblically is baptism. That is the declaration that I'm all in and I'm following Jesus. Now, baptism the reason i think the bible has it as the first step is because it is a visible physical step of obedience i and that makes sense because you can see it you can look at it you can take a picture of it it happened and therefore it helps you to remember that moment in your life and i often you know will tell my kids to like do the dishes and they'll say okay i'll do the dishes and i'll come back five minutes later and they're still playing on the floor or whatever i say hey do the i told you to do the dishes and they say well we will in a minute now One of the things that kind of I've learned with my kids, and you've probably learned this at work or wherever, is that delayed obedience is disobedience. You know, obedience means without delay, without discussion, without disgust. It means you just get up and do it. And so to obey Jesus in baptism, to take that first step of obedience is just to do it. So that's what I want to point out to you from this text about baptism. But the question for us remains... What are we gonna do about it? Now, to those of you who have already been baptized, I'm gonna give you some information on that at the end of the service. But first, I wanna just take pause for a second and let you hear from one of the people who's being baptized later today. Hey, check this out.
3: Hi everybody, uh, my name is Chris Schollander and I've been attending Renewal for about a little over a year now and I'm getting baptized today. So, a little bit about my background. I was baptized as an infant, but I don't know about you, as an infant, I am not able to make that personal decision of accepting Christ um, like I would be as an adult. And as I thought about um, my faith and how I have evolved over the past um, 28 years, I have not made that public declaration um, about my accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So I'm really excited about that. And I would say that there's a verse in Galatians, chapter two, verse 20, that really summarizes how I feel about this moment. I'm gonna read that out loud to you. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. When I think about baptism, it's really saying goodbye to my old life, my old flesh, which is dying with Christ and accepting my new life where I'm no longer a slave to my sin and the desires of my flesh. And by doing this today, I am choosing to put that in the past and really be transformed. It's also a an outward sign, but an inward feeling. And so I'm doing this because I wanna tell all of you Um, how my life has been transformed. And with that, I want to also ask in this moment for accountability. You know, I'm choosing to make this change in my life, but I want it to inform how I live my life, my relationships, my activities, my, um, just the way that I interact and love on people. And so I just would ask for you as the members of the church to hold me accountable to that, Um, so that I can live more like Christ on a day-to-day basis and make this a permanent change. So again, I want to say to you all that I am choosing to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, um, and I'm His until the end.
0: All right, so you've heard why they're getting baptized, but here's the question that that testimony in this, this Bible passage leaves with us. What are you waiting for? Right When Ananias asked that question to Paul, it was rhetorical like, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, wash away the sins. But I want to ask you literally, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for a certain feeling to obey the Lord? You know, so many people wait for that kind of warm, fuzzy, internal feeling before they're going to follow Jesus. But You know, following means doing. I mean, when you're at work, do you wait for your employees to feel it in their soul before they do it? No, following just means doing it right away. And sometimes your emotions have to follow your actions. I mean, think about Paul, he just, had this blinding light. He was literally blind when he, when he experienced this light. And then Ananias says, get up and be baptized. Do you think he was feeling warm and fuzzy? No, he's probably confused out of his mind, right? For him to obey and be baptized wasn't a response of this warm fuzziness inside. It was saying, hey, grace has changed my life. So now I want to obey. Are you waiting are you waiting to get your life in order first? This is something I wrestled with when I was 17 and came to faith in Jesus. And there was so much in my life that was, that was out of order when I first gave my life to Jesus and surrendered to his will. Um, you know, there were sins like lust, sins like disobedience to my parents. Um, and I don't, I don't know what you would call it, but just this radical like selfishness and self-centeredness that was still present. In my, I guess you just call it pride. And all of that was still characterizing my life. And it would take years for Jesus to to work some of that out of my life. Um, And so I really struggled with, should I be baptized or not? But, But I really came to see that baptism is not a sign that you are holy. Baptism shows that Jesus is holy. And that's why you need him in your life. And so, yeah, you may not have it all together, but if you're ready to stop living for yourself and stop, stop living for sin and start living God's way, then baptism is the right step for you. So don't wait until you get your life in order. And in my personal life, I've never regretted that decision. You know, back. it's funny, but baptism is one of those things. It's going to be be really hard for you to find someone who said, yeah, I was baptized and I really regret it. I mean, I just, I've never met that. There are certain decisions in your life that you just never, you can't find someone who regrets it. Like if somebody saves uh, $500 or $1,000 in an emergency fund in case of emergency, like have you ever met somebody who's like, yeah, I set aside some money for an emergency. and Man, I really regret that. It just, it doesn't happen. Baptism is the same kind of thing. When you step into it, Um, there's no regret there because following your Lord brings peace. It brings life. It brings joy. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting because you were sprinkled as a baby? Now think about this for a second. Paul is Jewish. So when Paul was eight days old, he was circumcised because his parents and his faith community wanted to show that it is our desire He's, he's a part of our spiritual family and that when he grows up, we want him to have faith in God. That was their desire. But when Paul had a transforming encounter with God's grace, he had to be baptized. Now, many of you were sprinkled as a baby and your parents and your faith community were, were trying to, we're trying to declare, you know, this kid is a part of our faith community and it is our deepest hope and desire that when they grow up, they will have faith. Of their own. But when you have a transforming experience of God's grace and love and forgiveness in your life, you need to show it in baptism. Just like Jesus did. Jesus was baptized as an adult. Paul was baptized as an adult. And when you were baptized as a baby, when you were sprinkled as a baby, you were, you were sprinkled because of your parents' will or because of your church's will, but not because of your will. So when you make the decision to lay down your will and live for the will of another, you need to be baptized to show that decision. So that's why you need to be baptized today. The last question when we were thinking about what are you waiting for is this. Are you waiting for an opportunity? Listen, if if you're waiting for an opportunity, you're out of luck because today we're having our baptism service in South Boston. It's gonna be, uh, we're gonna meet there at 2 p.m., and the live stream and It's gonna start on Facebook at 2.30 p.m. And you can get all the details for this on renewalchurchboston.com baptism. That's where you can, you can look up the address that you go to, you can see what it's gonna be like, all those kinds of things. But we are ready for you. We have several people signed up to be baptized already, but if you wanna just show up today to be baptized, you can do that. We have shirts for you, towels for you, we have everything you need to take that step and follow Jesus. What are you waiting for? Now, if, you're, if you've already been baptized, come out and celebrate with us. If you're healthy and comfortable, we're going to be socially distanced in the, at the beach there. We would love for you just to bring your own blanket or chairs and show up and celebrate with us. It's going to be awesome. In person at 2 o'clock, uh, live stream at 2.30, and renewalchurchboston.com slash baptism for more info. But if you haven't taken that step, what are you waiting for? Obedience is without delay, without disgust, without discussion. You won't regret it. And baptism is how you know with certainty, heaven is my home. Baptism is how you know I belong to God's family. I have a people that I belong to. Baptism is that marker moment that you point back to and say, I'm a part of something bigger than myself. You look at baptism and say, I live for a bigger purpose than me. My life, I've died to to living for me. I've, I've raised up to walk in a new kind of life where I live for God and for his glory. If you need to know that, that you're living for a bigger purpose, that you have certainty about the future, that your sins are forgiven, that you follow Jesus, then you need to show up today and be baptized. Hey, I want to ask everyone who's watching today to fill out the online connection card. There's a step for you. You can just show up at the baptism service today, or you can, um, if you can't make it today, you can request more info, but man, don't delay if you have the ability to do it today. And as we we kind of close, I want you to go online and fill out that connection card right now. Take a minute and fill out the online connection card. I want to talk to those of you who have already been baptized. Like, what do you do with this? I'm like, you know, the pastor keeps saying, what are you waiting for? And you're like, well, I already did it. Like, chill out, dude. Here's a couple of little things. They're just little things, but things I've found in my life to be really meaningful. Number one, decide to set an annual reminder on your calendar on the day you were baptized. And then celebrate it. Like have a party with your family or your friends or, or, or your small group or whatever it is. You know, post a picture of your baptism on social media. If you don't know exactly when it was, it's okay to make up a date, but just decide you're gonna celebrate your spiritual and eternal birthday every year to remember that moment in your life. And here's the second thing you can do. Whenever a church, whether it's Renewal Church or whatever church you're a part of, holds a baptism service, decide I'm gonna be there to celebrate with other people. You know, when you're married, it's really helpful to go to weddings and hear them repeat their vows. It kind of reminds you of what your marriage is all about. Baptism works the same way. When someone decides to get baptized, decide you're going to celebrate with them. All right, church, that is it for today. I hope that you have a step that you can take to walk along with God. Um, I hope that this has been helpful in your life. Next week, Uh, We are going to be having one online service at 10.30 a.m. because I am going to be doing a sneak peek from The Common. It's still going to be online only, but we're going to set up in The Common so we can practice live streaming so that we can get our safety protocols down and all that kind of stuff. So you're not going to want to miss that. But next week, it's one online service at 10.30 a.m. Hey, go and be blessed. Thank you for being a part of what God is doing at Renewal Church.
4: We're so grateful that you joined us today, and we hope that you were blessed by the message. One of my favorite parts of Renewal is how generous of a church we are. And if you are here and would like to help us spread the gospel even further, you're able to do that by giving online through our Renewal Church Boston app, or you can visit us at renewalchurchboston.com forward slash give. Just another reminder, we are doing baptism starting at 2 p.m. and the live stream on Facebook starting at 2.30 p.m. Everyone is invited. Come join us for the party. We would love to have you there. Thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to seeing you next week at 10.30 Eastern Time for a message on unity in a divided world. Have a great week, and we'll see you soon.